Have you thought about securing your hard-earned assets? Do you have concerns about the future? Protecting assets is crucial, and that's where Nelson Elder Care Law excels. As a family-owned and family-focused firm, we provide absolute assurance and peace of mind through our trademarked Absolute Protection Trust, tailored services in estate planning, probate administration, Medicaid crisis solutions, guardianship, and conservatorship. Our goal is to exceed your expectations and empower informed decisions. Visit NelsonElderCareLaw.com for asset protection and peace of mind. The Golf Show with Brian Katrick. He's been the talk of the course today with his huge drives. I really am rugged with handsome. It's early Sunday morning. The sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at 7. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. Big match coming up, fellas. Gonna be me and the caddy. What am I gonna do? Why don't you try him a little left? And why don't you try backing up? Give me just a little room. Help me keep my head down. Save me from those double bogey blues. Golf requires goofy pants and a fat ass. You know, you don't deserve any credit hitting the ball with that swing of yours. Try to hit one with my swing. I'm catching on the ball, right? Moving my head. I'm laying it off. Well, that too. I'm proning. When you're not shooting me. I'm clearing too early. I'm clearing too late. My God, my swing fell. I'm folding lawn chair. Step right up, folks. See if you can outdrive the amazing golf ball uh, whacker guy. Help me keep my head down. It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole! Save me from those double bogey blues. Gunga, galunga. Which means it's time for another golf show. Happy Sunday morning to you. This is the golf show on the fans, 680 and 93.7 FM. My name is Brian Katrick, and I'm looking at a fine squad here <laughs> inside our studios, the Dickey Broadcasting Studios at the Battery. There's Chris Mascaro. Next on the tee with Chris Mascaro is his podcast. This is his golf show. This is his broadcast. Chris, good morning. Good morning, BK. How are you? Uh, I'm over-caffeinated. And then <laughs> J.R. Ross, teaching professional at Dogwood and to the Stars, Team Ross Golf. Good morning, J.R. Brian, it's always a pleasure to be here. I feel like I'm murderer's row in the Yankees lineup, like you said. This is... Pretty special morning. JR, by the way, never never one to underestimate his skills. I like that. <laughs> second second trip in, he's he's on murderer's row. I like it. Yeah. Uh Adam Crooks and Cullen, whose last name I don't know, over on the other side of the glass. Uh pretty golfy. Madden. Cullen Madden. Okay. You know, here's a guy. In relation to John hey, here's Madden. A, here's a guy that uh, you know, he runs a board, he plays some golf, you know. And then, you know, when he when he comes around the board, boom, you know, boom, Pat, boom. My dad's name is John, but he is not the John Madden. You are the son of John Madden. Yeah. He goes by Matt, but his first name is John, yes. There hang, on, hang on a second. <laughs> I'm not ready. We went for a loop on that one, didn't we? I'm not ready for this. <laughs> I mean, if you're a sports fan, maybe that's why. Maybe you'd go the other way. I would think from a from 10,000 feet, I would think you got to be John Madden, but you're probably sick of answering those questions. You just go by whatever. In this case, Matt. I'm not sure what the decision was, but yeah, that's, it, it does get confusing. Hey, you know, here's a guy who had a name, right? Everybody called him the name, and then boom, and everybody wants to ask him about the coach. Boom. So he changed his name to Matt. That's right. Okay. He did it well, too. Yeah, that's, I, I don't know if that's a good impression or not, but I feel bad for Frank Caliendo. I was looking, he had some tour dates on his website. He tweeted something. He's, I, I love Frank Caliendo. He's a big sports impression guy, for those who don't know. Uh, and the only tour dates he has, he's doing two shows, Super Bowl week in Phoenix. Okay, fine. Uh, I'd like to go see him, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that if I brought my wife, she's not going to get any of the jokes. All of his stuff is sports material related. I'm sure he's got some great stuff. I'm sure he's got an airplane riff and a restaurant riff. He's got the same stuff that every other comedian has. I'm sure he's great. Sure. But his best stuff, they're sports impressions. Well, your wife 100%. could hang out with my wife then because she wouldn't get any of them either. So yeah, here, Here's two guys. <laughs> you can't bring their wives to the show. That's right. They walk by the coffee shop, boom, they just stop right there. <laughs> Pat. That's all. That would be good for them. They sure did, John. <laughs> I'll give you credit for that. Hey. <laughs> and that's Adam Crooks. <laughs> Adam is interning here. Adam, by the way, uh, does some stuff over at Kennesaw State. He's the voice of the Owls. As far as 
I mean, apparently everybody just started declaring themselves the voice of the Owls a couple years ago. So, Adam, congratulations. You were also <laughs> the voice of the Owls. And, uh, Colin, tell your dad congratulations. He also gets to be the voice of the Owls. <laughs> <laughs> They'd love to have John Madden. <laughs> it was something you earned, wow. and then apparently it was just something you just throw at the end of an email, and everybody believes it's true. So congratulations, Adam. Uh, that's awesome. All right, so uh, so there's that. <laughs> Good <laughs> opening segment. That's, that's, our team. Point, right? <laughs> that's our team. When we come back, no. <laughs> that's who's here. So next week, uh, team's going to be a little different. Chris, you're going to be here in this studio. I am. Uh, next week? Yes, next, next week. week. I'm not going to be here in the studio. I'll be doing uh, I'll be doing PGA Tour live, but we don't start till 11:30, so I'll be out of town. Right. But I'll be able to do the show, and then Jr. I'll be here. Is going to leave about me by nine. myself in the studio. I'll be here till about 9:40. Then I got to catch a plane <laughs> to Orlando. Yes, because you're going down to the PGA show. Correct. For years, by the way, they told us don't call it the PGA show. It's the PGA of America's merchandise. Merchandise, show. right? I get the same thing. I've got a couple of phobias, which you're going to notice. Uh, they told us, don't ever, it's World Golf Championships, Dell Technologies Match Play. It's not the WGC. Don't call it a WGC. And the TV guys would call it the WGC right off the bat. Tariko's calling it WC. I was like, what about that? And like, that's where we'll, we'll talk with him. They never did. And now they just say WGC. So you you're won't. clear now. Yeah, but you never hear me say it. I won't say it. Okay. Except just then I just said it. How many times, Adam? Four? Three? I thought it was, I thought it was three. All right. I'll give you credit. Good counting. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, nonetheless, you're going to the PGA show, which is what they want to call Correct. it now. It's the Correct. thing you couldn't call it for years and years. Now it's just the PGA show. Right. Uh, that's awesome. I'll be Chris, there. you're going for the first time. First time. What does Chris Mascaro need to know about the PGA show? Uh, first well, of all, you for, can call it the PGA show. For, for, first off, put on some good walking shoes. That's what everyone tells me. Make it's, sure you have good shoes. It's good a mile. walking shoes. Uh, I don't know what your eating habits are, but uh, forget them. Yeah, yeah, because uh, everything, everything Start in there that is tied up next week. Everything in there is overpriced. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's worse than stadium pricing for, wow. for food. Good and, to know. Yeah, that's uh, budget a lot for food. What yeah. are you, are you going to be down there for demo day on when Tuesday? Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. So I'll be there around noonish Tuesday. So if that's I can get checked late. in and get over there, you I can. may catch the end. <laughs> Demo day is good. That's probably the best day. Last year it was terrible because none of the major manufacturer club reps were there because of still COVID. Uh, but, yeah, this year most of them are back from what I understand. So. Yeah, well, you know, maybe it'll go in waves. There are a bunch of pros that, that want to hit it first thing in the morning so they can go play golf in the afternoon. Makes sense. Uh, I'm usually one of those guys. <laughs> uh, and then you got the other wave that played golf that morning and they want to hit, they want to show up in the afternoon. Uh, Demo Day is a madhouse. It's a 360-degree range they have there at Orange County National. So there's a manufacturer set up everywhere around the circle. You just walk. You take one lap around the circle. You're hitting balls in the middle. So you're going to hit everybody's latest and greatest. Uh, Weather, you need good weather. You don't always get it. Right now it's looking like low 70s and sunny for that day. Good. I feel bad on the years that. Last year was bad. It was 58 and rainy. Yeah, it sucked. It wasn't good. Yeah. Uh, And then the merchandise show itself. The Orange County Convention Center goes back and forth with uh, the one in Vegas. Every year, one of them is bigger than the other one, and whichever one is bigger is the biggest one in the in the world, largest convention center. So now the show floor that you're dealing with, the footprint that we're dealing with, has not changed over the years, You know, at least over the last 20 years. But it's a mile from one wall to the other wall. I mean, it's a mile. Hence the, hence the shoes, so with you. Yeah. Now, half of the building... The right half, if you walk in off of uh, off of I Drive, the right half is all that's all clothing manufacturers. The left half is the equipment, uh, and then the stuff like range pickers and range balls and little carts that follow you, all that stuff. That's kind of in the middle. But the farther left you go, the more clubs you get. The farther right you go, the more clothes you get. So it's rare that anybody walks wall to wall because if you have business in the left half of the building, you probably don't have that much business in the right half, or vice versa. But you got to see it all. Yeah. Brian, First time how long have you been going? 90. Or not, not so, you've been, 90, so, you, so you were there 99. before, then you were there like me before they started the demo day. And they used yeah. to have, because we used to, your your description of the layout is 100% accurate. I mean, it is. It's, it's clothing, golf cart, range stuff. And then by the time you get to the end, it is the club manufacturers and, you know, track men and those kind of things. But. 
back in the day before they had the demo day, uh, that whole wall, all the way to that wall, they didn't have that area where you hit balls in there. Now. Right. They've got an indoor testing center, the far left side from front to back. You've got about, you got about 50 yards. They, you hit balls. Right. You see the ball fly for about 50 yards. Yes. Really? And it crashes yes. into a net. Back then, but nice. it was wall to wall as you got to that farthest wall. We used to call that skid row. That's when you got to the far end. That's where the manufacturers that were trying to sell things that you'd look at and say, how is this company ever going to make it past the show? So Courtney Capps, who produced this show for years and years, he had one job. I'm, I'm thinking about giving you this job, Chris. Oh, okay. Giving you an actual work assignment. <laughs> uh, and he was great at it. Okay. Uh, because Skid Row just reminded me. <laughs> now, now they have it. They call it the new product Spotlight, and it's in the middle. Right. Um, it's the guy that spent his life. He invented something in his garage, <laughs> and he spent his life savings for this 10 by 10 booth that nobody's going to. And his invention may be cool, may not be cool. Who knows? That's not even important. It's just <laughs> we're, we're watching this guy's 401K crash right in front of us because <laughs> they're utterly killing him. On the uh, on the demonstration, you know, on the on the prices, but there are some good ideas. That's not what we sent Courtney after. There are some really dumb ideas. That's what we <laughs> that's sent what, Courtney after. <laughs> that's that's your you that's your find. assignment, that's Chris. Assignment that's is your to find assignment. The dumbest thing at the, at the find the dumbest show. thing at the show. <laughs> find two or three so you can nominate them, and then and then you can decide. You get to proclaim what the dumbest thing was. Oh, I do. I figure I come back and you know have the top three, and then you guys decide which. No, no, no. no? You're, you're doing the work. You get to decide. We'll, I'm going to we'll... check on you, though. Yeah. Well, I'll be, I'll I'll be down keep, there, too. Can I I'm take you out with me? I'm going to keep you yeah. honest. Yeah. You'll, uh, we'll all be <laughs> down there. So, I know. Okay. So that that can be your say. You'll, you'll have fun with it. All right. Uh, one year, the, the one that always jumps out, he found uh, – <laughs> found – a T that had a string tied to it that then tied itself to another T, and <laughs> it was that. the T tether. So we've taken the process of teeing up a golf ball, and we've we've made it doubly complicated. Now you got to put two T's in the ground, which means you got to pull two T's out of the ground. Uh, not sure what you know. It just, just, but it you was never the lost tether. it. You, well, in theory, you never lost it. I. Uh, I thought that was just the straight. First of all, a tea Genius. costs what a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> We've going through. We've just doubled the the amount of time spent on the teeing process mm-hmm. to save what? <laughs> you might break it. First of all, you break it, it doesn't matter. It then tea. what do you do? Right. right. So we just thought that was a dumb idea. <laughs> yeah. So I, I said that went into this whole spiel about that, just like I just did. Well, then the next time I play golf with my dad, who was listening. No. No, no, he doesn't. He didn't buy it. He made it. I don't know that anybody bought it. He made it. <laughs> that was the poor thing. Guy spent $25,000 on that 10 by 10 booth. Nobody bought it. Some some slappy radio show up in Atlanta declared it the worst idea ever. <laughs> you know, this poor guy had a nightmare. He needed a write-off. So I go to play with my dad. He's heard the idea. He's got a tee with a string tied to it, tied to another tee. <laughs> See? He invented it. He stole the idea. <laughs> and then when he found out, which is what I found out, because inevitably the string's going to come undone and, you know, T's are going to go flying everywhere, is that you don't even need to put the second T in the ground. As a matter of fact, you don't even need the second T. If you just tie a string about six inches long to the golf T you're using, then that T, even if it comes flying out of the ground, normally goes 10 yards, you lose T's, it ain't going anywhere. It's going to go about two feet and it's going to stop. <laughs> Look how you streamlined the product and could have saved the guy a lot now, of money. Tether T 2.0. It may, have made it. It may now, have made it. if You know what? Let's, let's take up a collection. Let's get a little booth. It may have Probably made not it. too late. For, for, the, for those of us who have a bad back or a bad knee or whatever, why can't you tie the string to your belt buckle? That way, you just pull it right back. Well, JR, up. you're a teacher. How would we? Uh... That would work. I <laughs> okay, mean, yeah, okay. think, think about now that. You're just pulling it up. Chris, I tell you what, we're onto it. I'm saying. Yeah, here's a guy. <laughs> He's forward thinking, heard a bad idea, boom, made it better. <laughs> Next year, we might have the dumbest thing at the show. <laughs> we'll review our own product. <laughs> so, those are the scores from the Latin American Amateur. When we come back, <laughs> I told JR and Chris. You know, we come in there. I spent some time in there with 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 Adam and Cullen, 
I come in here and I break down the show. This is this is not for you guys. It's for everybody else. <laughs> break down the show. Here's what we're going to do in segment one. Here's some things we're going to probably cover in segment two. We didn't even get to segment three yet. But that's good because we didn't do anything that we said we were going to do in segment one. That's beautiful. Yeah. We we'll can it. get you off track. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do it now. Hayden Buckley is leading the Sony Open uh, in Hawaii. This is the first full field event of the calendar year. Uh, Wailai Country Club. It's a Seth Rayner design. Okay, this is from the 1920s. Seth Rayner. He, he, he's probably getting there by boat. <laughs> I mean, maybe right? he took a plane. Yeah. No. It's got to be a boat. boat. Yeah. That's yeah, correct. Boat. That's a heck of a design. That the uh, W trees behind the 16th green, he didn't do those. Those no? things uh, those things are only about 10 years old. Yeah. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they had him in that movie, The Mad 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 World. Is that right? Did you say uh, mad Adam enough? says yes. <laughs> yes, that is the correct number <laughs> of mad. All right, thank you. <laughs> you know, here's a guy. <laughs> he, took, he took a couple of mads, and he added some mads, and then boom, all of a sudden the movie time is too long. And then he became a mad in. There you go. <laughs> wow. Good call out of you. So they had a W-shaped tree, but it wasn't that tree, and everybody thinks it was, and it wasn't, and blah, blah, blah. Hayden Buckley is leading. David Lipsky is, uh, is two shots back. Uh, ben Taylor, Chris Kirk, two shots back. Chris Kirk with some local interest. He went to the University of Georgia. National champion. He actually was a part of their national championship team. I heard they beat an Ohio team in the semifinals. It's uh, a different sport. We won't, we don't, we're not <laughs> discussing that. We've moved on. He gave it that. Uh, Did we mention the Brown week. Steelers game? So here's the, here's, <laughs> yeah. here's the problem. Is that Ohio State's too. men's golf coach is Jay Mosley, who used to be Kennesaw State's correct. men's golf coach. Oh. So I can't make fun of that program. Okay. That is correct. I'll make fun of the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Make fun of that one. Uh, by the way, the girls' college team is ranked third in the country. Yeah? In what? Basketball. Oh, okay. that's no, no. Uh, so proud of you. Volleyball. <laughs> that's great. It's really nice. It is. <laughs> great. Uh, all right. The Latin American Amateur Championship going on. Here's what you need to know about this. They invented this uh, just a little bit more than 10 years ago. Uh, everybody got together. Augusta National started this, said, hey, we're going to give a spot in tradition of amateur golf. Bobby Jones, greatest amateur of all time, never turned professional. Uh, let's honor the amateur game and let's let's try to grow it in Latin America. And the winner of this, let's give them a spot in the Masters. Uh, and they're running the golf tournament. The USGA and the RNA got involved also. Mateo Fernandez de Oliveira, who is a senior at Arkansas, has just set all the scoring records. He shot 63 yesterday. He's 19 under par. He's got a four-shot lead. He was the runner-up a year ago, and he means business this week. So I like that. Yeah. You, 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 Is that on me? television anywhere, Brian? Anywhere? Yeah. yeah, it's been on. I've uh, been seeing it on ESPN. Okay. There's a Golf Channel crew doing it. They got okay. a kind of a split crew. Rich, Rich, uh, which Rich, Rich's name? Uh, not Rich. Madden. Madden. <laughs> hey, you know, here's a guy. <laughs> he had all the names, and then all of a sudden, boom, boom. <laughs> he forgets the name. Learn out. Oh, Rich Lerner. Thank you. That's it. Rich Lerner is sitting next to Andy North. You know, Andy North's an ESPN guy. They got Colt Nost on the ground. He's a CBS guy. So they just kind of bring everybody together for this. Uh, and so I don't I saw it on ESPN. It may be on Golf Channel at some point. Uh, but hopefully it's on. And it was on live. Like it could, could be, should be on now. So w- winning this event, obviously, big deal. Gets in the Masters. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. The bigger deal is when that invitation shows up in the mailbox. No? Trophy's nice. Yeah. Call me champion. I bet they hand it to him here because, you, you know, they've already sent out all the invitations. We did the Scott Stallings story. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's, that's right. a December thing. I bet they just hand it to him. I don't know. That's a great question. I like how your brain works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got that going for me, which is nice. All right. Um, so, and, and speaking of, you know, run, runners-up, Joaquin Neiman was the runner-up the year before he won. Toto Gano won it, and Joaquin was the runner-up, and they were friends. And uh, Joaquin actually went to the Masters with Toto the year that he got to play. Was inspired and went ahead and won. So the same thing may be going on here with... Do you have to be of Latin descent to play in this tournament? Yes. Yes. I tried to sign up once and they said... You didn't change your name to K-Trez? <laughs> I didn't even think about it. 
And then uh, on the European tour, I don't know. Do we need something like this? Uh, they're playing the Hero Cup. If you've never heard of it, that's fine. It's the first time they've ever done it. Uh, this is uh, the European Ryder Cup hopefuls taking on the Continental European Ryder Cup hopefuls taking on the Great Britain and Ireland Ryder Cup hopefuls. Interesting that it takes on a little bit of a new meaning this year because that team is going to be uh, decimated. It's over with. Chris, as you found out by the time we sat down, it was over with as it was taking place over in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Continental Europe with a nice win, 14 and a half, 10 and a half. What, what I enjoyed really looking down is when we got to the Sunday singles, seeing Francesco Molinari, Paisan, right? I love my Paisans, got a nice win over Shane Lowry. So that was a nice win for him. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how this team you know, rounds itself out. To your point, a lot of guys on the live not going to be able to have an opportunity to go play in this thing. Yeah. So. Filling out that roster is going to be interesting. There are some non-household names that could wind up being on this team. On the continental European side, you've probably heard of everybody. And not, they're not all going to make it. But Francesco, Thomas Peters, Antoine Rosner, mm, maybe, maybe no. not. Norin, no. Yeah, Nikolai Hoygaard, whose brother Rasmus, twin brother, is also a European Tour winner, but only Nikolai played. Uh, Thomas Dietrich played. Adrian Moronk, anybody? <laughs> Nope. Doesn't move my needle. Yep, wow. Moronk was such a good show. Remember, he was he was the he was a germaphobe, right? She always used, used to have to hand him a wipe, and he would solve crimes out in the Bay Area. Awesome, love that show. Uh, Victor Perez, uh, Sepp Straka from love University him. of Georgia. Yeah, yeah love him. Love Alex him. Alex Norn, you mentioned in uh, Guido Migliazzi. Uh, love the name. I, and, and by the way, remember where they're playing the Ryder Cup this year? Yeah, in Italy, Rome. Yeah. Got to got another pies on. Yeah, I mean, how can you not have a guy named Guido not exactly. on that team? If nothing else, yes, name alone. Right, right. Come on. If nothing else, he's got to have a flashy suit, and he's got to come through the door first. <laughs> That's true. First or last? See the first, best first, because really? then you're not going to mess with anybody else that comes through that door. <laughs> Coming through that door first. <laughs> Uh, and now, an announcement from the European Ryder Cup team. Yes. Boom, he opens the door. Hey, you know, not for nothing, we're not going to be answering any questions. Don't make me come over there. Okay, don't make me come over there. Oh, wow. I don't know if that's how he actually speaks. But his team won the Hero Cup. Uh, the GB and I side, you mentioned Shane Lowry, who lost. Tommy right. Fleetwood and Terrell Hatton won. Seamus Power lost to Nikolai Hoygaard. Uh, Matt Wallace won. He beat Thomas Dietrich. And then uh, Callum Shinkwin. Yes? We all got Callum? No, nope, we don't. We don't know. Okay. Uh, Jordan Smith. They've countered. We've got a Jordan Spieth. They've countered with a Jordan Smith. <laughs> Who also won? I couldn't pick Jordan Smith out of a lineup. I promise you, I've never seen that guy. If he was sitting in this room, you could. Uh, no, the, I think, uh, I think uh, Jordan, Smith, Jordan Smith lost. But you could pick right. him out. He, he could pick him out in this room if he, he was sitting could. here. Yeah, I think, I think good. Uh, Ewan Ferguson. I don't know what you, who Ewan Ferguson is. I promise you I would put him on the GBNI team, though. Is there a guy with a more British-sounding name than Ewan Ferguson? Or Irish sounding or Scottish sounding. Robert oh, McIntyre, we know. Yeah, we know him. Uh, and then Richard Mansell. Or Mansell. I don't. I don't know him. I mean, they got that, and that's the problem. They're not supposed to be bringing guys that I don't know. You know, <laughs> you know if, here's if, a guy. Here's a... if Adam doesn't know him, that's fine. <laughs> but I'm going to host the Ryder Cup. I'm supposed to know these guys. It's it's January of a Ryder Cup year. We're supposed to know these guys. So you should pick them out of a you, lineup. Okay, personally, do you believe that? There's anyone that's not on this list that will make their Ryder Cup? I don't have no idea. Yeah, you're talking about do they go back and get Sergio? Yeah. Go back and get Poulter? Uh, I doubt it. I don't see them going back right now, but couldn't couldn't possibly predict that. All right, so there's that. There's the things we said we were going to do in the first segment. Wait till you hear what we're going to do in the second segment. <laughs> I could tell you, but I'd be wrong. It's the golf show on the fan, six eighty and ninety three seven FM. You know, here's a guy. And now it's time for Who's Driving? Brought to you by Ray Judice. If you're facing DUI charges, you need a DUI lawyer who will step up to the T for you. Call Ray Cell at 404-964-4185 to schedule an appointment. And that is Ray's cell number, and he will answer it. And it's awesome. Don't just call it randomly now. 
That's not cool. Uh, here's who's driving. Told you that David Lipsky's two shots back at the Sony Open of Hayden Buckley. Uh, David Lipsky had his first tee shot of the day yesterday, out of bounds. Obi-Wan Kenobi, out of bounds, hit the cart path, just kept going. Down the uh, down the right-hand side of number one at, uh, at Wiley. Reteed it, because he had to. Hit the fairway, knocked the next one on, made the putt for five. Pretty good start, pretty good recovery. It's not, it's not a good start. His first tee shot was out of bounds. Uh, seven birdies the rest of the way, though. That is nice recovery. That's who's driving. Brought to you by Ray Judice. This year, by the way, this is very exciting. All year long, 680 The Fans celebrating 30 years of sports talk dominance in Atlanta. Generation Fan, a full year of specialty programming, events, giveaways, and more. We're kicking off Generation Fan and our 30th anniversary with the ultimate Hilton Head Island golf getaway. Hooking you and three friends up with a six-night, seven-course Golf vacation, courtesy of 680 The Fan and America's Golf Island, Hilton Head Island. It's like you're spending a month over there. Six nights, seven courses. The ultimate prize pack includes a six-night golf villa stay for four at Palmetto Dunes Oceanfront Resort. I can tell you right now, you probably won't want to leave. They're going to make you leave, but you probably won't want to leave. You can just stay there in Palmetto Dunes. You're right. They have three courses. They get ice cream parlor. They get all kinds. They get everything you want right there. However, you're going to leave. Seven rounds for, of golf for your foursome on the country, some of the country's famous premier courses, including Harbortown Golf Links. Well, see, that's not on Palmetto Dunes. You've got to leave. That but you're going to be okay with that. They play the RBC Heritage there. Uh, Palmetto Dunes itself, Oyster Reef Golf Club, Old South Golf Links, Hilton Head National, Bear Creek Golf Club, and Golden Bear Golf Club. Plus, you get a $250 Hilton Head Golf Island gift card for each golfer in your group. Enter now because time is limited. 680thefan.com slash 30. Before February 3rd, enter to win. If you're interested in uh, booking your own ultimate golf getaway, simply go to playthegolfisland.com. Can so I enter? Yes, I believe you can enter. Can so I? what? At this point, you don't have the thing to get in the building. <laughs> if you don't have the thing to get in the building, right, Adam? He can, play, he can enter. He's got the executive key to the washroom, though. Yeah. No, he doesn't. I think he does. You're making that up. <laughs> We're going to get a ruling from Adam the intern. This is true. This is true. He can enter. He can enter. He can. As far as Adam's concerned. Adam's <laughs> so also what do you voting do? in his own interests who also wants to enter. So what do you do? Just sign up and they pull a name out of the, not I, the hat. I don't but. know. This particular point probably doesn't have to be expanded upon. Well, they want to know how you win, don't they? <laughs> enter, and then you can win. I mean. 680thefan.com slash 30. <laughs> Got to do something. Maybe, maybe I'm we the only do... one in the room that's not played the courses. You haven't, I, I, you haven't been to Hilton Head? I've been to Hilton Head. Why haven't you played? I think I've <laughs> played all of them but one or two you mentioned. You've not played any of those? None. Whoa. Okay. Exactly none. Mm. Uh, Harbortown, you get to play Harbortown if you get to play right. that course. The, the best game, and everybody's got their idea of what a best game. Best game, this doesn't mean you get to say a, a game. This is the best game. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you play Harbortown. You've got to force them. All right, everybody puts $5 in the pot, $10, 20 bucks, whatever it is, whatever your budget is, everybody puts it in the pot. The last person to hit a tree gets the pot. It's going to go like three holes, and then you're going to start again. Once everybody's hit a tree, <laughs> you put five more bucks back does in the that, pot. You do that all day. Does that off of any shot that you hit any a tree shot. or just a tee shot? Oh, you, could, you probably won't hit it with a putt, but you might. <laughs> could. <laughs> it's just tight. No, it's, it's that's a fun Chris and I were talking yeah, about before you walked in. Tight. Yeah, it's the you're tightest, gonna, tightest, longest course I think I've ever really yeah. ever been on. You're going to love it. It's going to be fun, but that's the side game there. You can still play your skins game, do whatever else you want to do, but that's the side game you do there. That's a good bet. We could probably do I like that it. any course, and it would be fun. It, but it, it could be time. over by the first hole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, speaking of over with by the first hole, and you guys asked it, you asked at the end of the last segment, what about the Ryder Cup guys? All right, well, there was there was live golf news. All right, and the live golf news is the judge has refused to delay uh, any more hearings. Uh, and here's what's happening over on the other side. The guy that runs the uh, the public investment firm, the PGA Tour has decided that, that they should get to question him because they've seen documentation that shows that's who's actually running live. I don't think that's a big stretch. It doesn't seem like that's a big stretch. Uh, they think that's a big stretch. And he's claiming diplomatic immunity. Indeed, <laughs> he is. You can't ask me any questions. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. I have diplomatic immunity. <laughs> Where do we get diplomatic immunity? <laughs> I want some of that. Uh, so uh, the judge, 
not thrilled with this. Uh, she says this could severely hamper Liv's case, even to the point where the case would get thrown out. Remember, it was Liv suing the PGA Tour. Right. Right. And they're not going to put their guy up there. Uh, this is how this usually winds up going, at least at least with things with, with regards to the tour. Any of these lawsuits that get threatened, it becomes about discovery. Well, we can put this guy on the stand. We can ask him about anything we want. Uh, and then one side usually just says, all right, we're going to back down. You know, just I just don't want – it's not worth it to put my guy on the right. stand. This isn't – it doesn't even become about the first issue that we were talking about. Now it becomes if we get this guy on the stand, you could ask him about that time he stole a rental car. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's just a personal thing. Uh, but You speak you know, from experience. I'm not saying. It may, not, may or may not have been mine. I got Ray's cell phone number. <laughs> don't call it now. Don't, well, I mean, call it if well, you, you need it. You could call it for that, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's way, way long ago. <laughs> Statute of limitation. <laughs> All right, Chris, you've been following this. Uh, why are they not just putting the guy on the stand? What, you know, it's a deposition. You know, what, what, why, what are they? It just seems like they're hiding something. Well, it does seem like they're hiding something, but you know the the thing that I find interesting is what you said a moment ago. It's like Sammy Sosa when they wanted to talk about steroids, right? He suddenly couldn't speak English anymore. This this gentleman is like, I don't know what they do. I'm I'm not in charge of that. That's you know, right. That's another entity. Don't talk to me. Which seems odd, right? They, well, it, he's it seems running the odd fund because the documents they submitted that the PGA Tour did get to see and the judge got to see led them to this conclusion. Oh, this group's running your organization? Oh, well, let's let's talk to this guy. Who claims not like, to know what like, the organization oh, does. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> right. No, 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 no. <laughs> and the judge is like, well, if you don't put him up there, you may lose this case. Like, we're going to throw this whole thing out. Yeah. So if they throw it out, then what happens? Wow. Now, yeah, I mean... The idea that this case was going to go forward just on its own merit made no sense, right? So now that the guy that's in charge of the PIF doesn't want to have to comment on it, complains that he doesn't know anything that's going on with it, really makes the idea that anyone's going to sue anybody over this whole thing ridiculous. The whole situation's ridiculous. JR, this could be the end of this. I mean, I, they throw this out, so this could be the end of this suit. Then what does this mean for the tour? That's We were talking about that, the lifespan of the tour. Uh I think it's it's not obviously in question at this point, but oh, I think step, it's very much in question well, at this well, point. Well, but it's one step closer to leading to something else, as you and I said. Right, and that's the uh, that's the next. There, there was a rumor, and I hate the rumors because I mean, if I had a dollar for every player that I got told eye contact and making eye contact with Chris Mascaro, eye contact. Hey, this guy's signed. He's coming. If I had a dollar for every story I've heard, right. I would have been able to join Liv. <laughs> I'd be able to start my own tour. Uh, I've been hearing this. So there, there was a rumor this past week that Mito Pereira is the next guy. He's friends with uh, Joaquin Neiman. Right. Uh, Mito Pereira is young enough to where he's throwing away his future with this. That you're asking about the future. People are wondering about the future. Now, is he throwing it away? Because, yeah, it, Throwing it away is you're not, you're not going to get whatever you've earned on the PGA Tour. You're not going to get it. But it's taken Mito Pereira five or six years right. to get what he's gotten on the PGA Tour. And I don't know that he has a million dollars in career earnings yet. And if they're going to throw $40 million at him, what does he weigh? He's been, he's been building his whole life to get to here, and they're about to throw that. So, so that's what they're offering, but it's the end of the line. You're going to get your $40 million yeah. and then you're going to have no place to play. You cashed well, out. Well, so yes and no, right? I mean, obviously you're not going to have an opportunity, at least the way we sit here today, to win a major, right? Unless Right, you have to find another right. way in. Right, so there's that. But to your point that you say, now we're talking about what's the present value of the dollar, right? Am I, I'm going to get $40 million, whatever the number is, to go play there. I'm, I'm going to have an opportunity. Right, I'm going to have an opportunity to play every week, right, for their huge purses, right? Worst case scenario, I walk away with 120000 even if I finish last. At some point, if I finish last enough, they'll kick me out, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> but I've made, who knows, 40, 60, whatever the number is, millions, right? How long is it going to take me on the PGA Tour to get that level of money? Right. And for Mito Pereira, who's been at this for a while, right. hasn't even sniffed it yet. Right. If they're about to hand it to him, it's going to be impossible for him to turn it down. 100%. Cashing out, Jr. Who could blame him? Put his he didn't. In, I'm done. He didn't become a professional golfer just to get the free stuff. I would have. 
That's he why we did do it, it to get the money. Yeah. No, I yeah, I, Chris, I, I I see. I agree with both your points. But what happens if it goes belly up in two years and the money that he thinks he's going to get now he's not getting? Yeah, I mean, it depends on if, is the forty million or whatever the number is up front. Do I get it all? Right? Do I get the? Do I have to take the annuity? Or can I? Can I get it all up front? Right. So if I get it, yeah. If you get it, yes. Yeah, you're good. Now, I mean, you know, for for a kid that's you know less than thirty, and this thing goes belly up in two years, what am I going to do for the rest of my life? I don't know. I got forty million dollars or whatever it is. Right. right. I'm going to do whatever I want to do, which is what Dustin Johnson said. What are you going to do? You know, when you're not playing, whatever I want. Right. But as Brian said, if that's what he's worked for his entire career and he is a young man, I mean, yeah, I know that's nice. But, again, there's got to be a – I don't know. I don't, at, at some point, someone's going to get get softer on this thing, whether it's the DP World Tour or time heals all wounds on the PGA Tour five or whatever many years after the live goes away, if it does go away. Time heals all wounds. Do I have an opportunity to play my way back in there? Do I have to go back through the Corn Ferry Tour? Okay. I still got my $40 million in the bank. I'm still playing golf wherever the heck I want to play it. And now I have an opportunity to earn back the good graces? Probably so. Yeah. So the, one of the big questions is how much of that $40 million or whatever the number do they actually get to keep? Correct. And if this thing goes, it may have been a 10-year deal for $125 million. If it only goes two, do you get it all? And are you really going to take this group to court? Because uh, what happened on Friday at this court case is that yeah. our judge didn't even rule on this yet. They were supposed to rule whether they were going to delay. Uh, she's still looking into this whole diplomatic immunity situation because she realizes that this next judgment is going to be the end of this case. If, yeah. if it goes one way, it's right. over. Right. So right. before you make this call, we better we better we, let's go under the hood and review it. Exactly. Well, that's part of what the guys from the PIF are, are saying is, you know, the American courts don't get to rule on what we do and how we do it. Right now, you want to, again, you're trying to set, you know, they sue, sue for a monopoly. Here, right. 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 Here. But you yeah, lawsuits here, but we can't me. go. Yeah. And they started it. It right. was them that started it. Right. They picked here. Uh, how much faith do you have in whatever the world court is? None of us know anything what we're talking about. Well, you want to be in a lawsuit? You want to go sue a a country like this and say, you've got to give me my money back. Where are you going to have that case? You have any faith that's going to work? I promise you, Ray's not taking that call. <laughs> sounds like uh, my cousin Vinny, you know, my cousin. Vinny. Right. That's what it sounds Two like. Utes. Exactly. Uh, so, so, so she didn't rule. And, uh, and these guys are all, uh, the limbo doesn't help live, by the way, the longer right. this goes in limbo, that doesn't help them. Uh, it's, it's starting to stack up where a lot of the options that could happen are starting to look to be bad for them. Uh, so this goes back to the question you asked in the last segment. Can all this come to a head and get over with before the Ryder Cup, and can you get Sergio back on that team? Now, remember, Sergio missed the deadline. He didn't qualify for that team. Right. So does Keith Pelly come over the top and grant some sort of amnesty? Best suggestion I heard. Uh, I heard it. I, I, it's, it's his business, so I'll let him put it out there, but I'll give you the suggestion. He said, this is a PGA Tour, it's a major champion that suggested that uh, for these guys that want to go play, look, as soon as you miss a PGA Tour deadline, as soon as you play without a release, as soon as you put yourself in a position where they should suspend you, and in this case they have, uh, what you lose, forget about indefinite, blah, blah, you just lose all your status. Okay. Like Phil, Phil Mickelson, for example, he's a, he's a PGA, he's a lifetime member. He's right. in everything. Right. Well, he would lose that. You don't lose your money. You don't lose your retirement. You just lose your status. Right. So now David Lipsky, who came out of Q school finally to get through, he's in front of you. Now, Correct. You can get a sponsor exemption. If Pebble Beach really wanted to put Phil in, they could put Phil in, but they only have three unrestricted sponsor exemptions. So they can't put Phil, Brooks, DJ, and Lee Westwood in. They're going to have to figure somebody, you know, one of the live guys can't get in. So I so said, just lose your status. That's that. Do you see he, these guys at some idea. point, if it, if, if it went away, how do you think then they are, like you said? Well, that's what we're talking about. No, I know. Reentry. Do you think some of these guys would say, okay, I'll go back through Q school again? Yeah, I think, I think Brooks, you'll see at the majors. Right. He's kind of already hinted at that. DJ, I think you'll see at the majors. Westwood, I don't think you're going to see anymore. Polter, no. I don't think you're going to see anymore. Sergio, I don't think you're going to see anymore. No. Uh, some of the, their first wave of signings are guys that are just going to go away. Correct. No, what, 
What do you think that'll do with the Champions Tour? That ain't coming. Sponsor exemptions there, maybe? This suggestion, yeah, this suggestion was, I'll see you at TPC Scottsdale. You know, I'll see you at Q School. Good luck getting one of those five cards. And it's not five and ties, it's five. Right. So, uh, that's one suggestion. I don't mind that suggestion. I think that's the best way out. That's a tour that could use them. Right. Can you imagine that they get a sponsor's exemption? Can you imagine Phil showing up at AT&T on a sponsor's exemption? Do you think they hand those out to those guys? I mean, PGA I don't think, Tour, I think, I don't frown think, on. I don't think Phil gets that one. This he, he ain't going to be the first. Yeah, <laughs> this suggestion was put out there because that it wasn't trying to solve that problem. That's a good question. Would the sponsors even offer it? Right. You'd leave it on the table. So, look, if Phil wants to Monday qualify, he's in. Where he's not suspended. Right now, he can't even Monday qualify. Right. This guy's a lifetime member. He's in every event. But that privilege has been suspended. How much do you think that bothers him? Because I know you're in that circle. Uh, well, nobody's talked to Phil. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder what he would, I wonder what he feels. Yeah. I got my uh, got my name on the wall of Phil's Grill. I took a picture of it. Last Is that week. right? Yep. Uh, had breakfast in Phil's Grill all last week. Phil wasn't there. I didn't ask him. He didn't, I didn't get a chance to see him. <laughs> no idea. Did call you call him. him? I didn't call him. It's not like Ray. You don't have his cell phone I don't number. have his number. <laughs> no. I can call Ray. Maybe Ray's got Maybe Ray has number. it. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. J.R. Ross, Chris Mascaro, uh, Adam Crooks will give you credit. You were great in that segment. Uh, I forget what we're talking about. Uh, uh, hang on. I, ha- I did know what we were talking about next. Oh, yeah. Big sponsorship deal. Big deal. Big money being doled out. Before you hit the links, start your morning with a golf show. Brought to you by PlayTheGolfIsland.com. Now back to Brian Katrick on Atlanta's Golf Station, The Fan. J.R. Ross, Chris Mascaro in with us as well. It'll sort of be the case next week. J.R. will be on the way to the airport by this time. Uh, really appreciate the folks at uh, Hilton Head Golf Island jumping on with a 680 The Fan celebrating 30 years of sports talk dominance in Atlanta with Generation Fan. It's a full year of specialty programming, events, giveaways, and more. We're kicking off Generation Fan and our 30th anniversary with the ultimate Hilton Head Island golf getaway, hooking you and three friends up with a six-night, seven-course golf vacation courtesy of 680 The Fan and America's Golf Island, Hilton Head Island. The ultimate prize pack includes six-night golf villa stay for four at Palmetto Dunes Oceanfront Resort, seven rounds of golf for your foursome at some of the country's premier golf courses, including Harbortown Golf Links, Palmetto Dunes, Oyster Reef Golf Club, Old South Golf Links, Hilton Head National, Bear Creek Golf Club, and the Golden Bear Club, plus a $250 Hilton Head Golf Island gift card for each golfer in your group. Enter now because time is limited. Go to 680thefan.com slash 30 before February 3rd to enter to win. And if you're interested in booking your own ultimate golf getaway, simply go to playthegolfisland.com. All right. Uh, the big the big signing, by the way, this, this person does not need a $250 Hilton Head Golf Island gift card, but she's worth it. <laughs> Nellie Corda signs the Nike deal. Nellie to Nike. Uh, she had just signed an extension or she had just done a big promotion with Jay Lindeberg. I don't know what the contract said, but I mean, she, December, she was doing Jay Lindeberg stuff and now she's not Nike for Nelly. <laughs> Good for her. Good for her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and of course the immediate social media reaction, uh, poor Nelly can't win for losing. They're hammering her for a uh, you know, company, human rights, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I don't. Uh, social media may be about. It may have jumped the shark. Uh, think? <laughs> yeah, but then it does produce things like this. It gave us an absolute gem on Tuesday. <laughs> uh, Monday was Sergio's birthday. Tuesday was Ian Poulter's birthday. All right, the European Ryder Cup Twitter account usually wishes happy birthdays to their their Ryder Cup members. Uh, in this case, on Poulter's birthday, they put out a, a video of Molinari hitting some good shot, and they called it Incredible Touch. Poulter lost his mind that they didn't wish him a happy birthday, and he tweeted about it. Goes right, So they said, here's, here's a Molinari shot. It shows Incredible Touch. Here's what Poulter tweets back. What's really an incredible touch is the players that helped build the Ryder Cup brand 
with other players as well. You just can't bring yourself to say a simple happy birthday. Sergio's birthday yesterday. Unfortunately, this says so much. As you might imagine, poor Ian didn't fare so well in the comment section. <laughs> I wish him a happy birthday. Did you? My fa- he is my favorite tour player, but he's yeah. not on the tour anymore. Yeah. So. Um, my favorite part of this was a couple of days ago, the Live Golf account tweeted some silly poll. Oh, I know what it was. It was, if you could change one rule, what would it be? They're just trying to get clicks. And we, we, I've been doing golf talk now for 25 years. It's, it's, if you're bored, throw out the pet peeves. Throw out the what rule would you change? Because everybody's going to say divots in the fairway. We've been, been over this. Right. You can't write that rule. Everybody, nobody wants you to hit it out of a divot in the fairway. You can't write that rule. You just can't write it. You figure out how to write it, and you make a million dollars. So they put that out there. This was after the birthday thing. And one of the first comments was, you know, what rule would you like to see? Right. A rule making Ryder Cup teams wish their members happy birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's still going at him. <laughs> Just brilliant. <laughs> you failed to mention, too, that the Live Tour didn't wish him a happy birthday either, though. I didn't realize that. Yes. Live didn't wish him the, the, his oh, own tour. No. But they did. They, they saw his tweet. It says he saw his tweet and, and rushed one out 16 minutes later after his tweet to wish him a happy birthday. Really? <laughs> yes. But he didn't say anything about live. See, that's how you do this. Everybody everybody together here. Adam, you got to give JR credit. We just watched JR learn how to do this. <laughs> that's perfect. I'll give you credit, JR. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. Here's a guy who came in. He didn't have any credit. And then now he's getting credit. Boom! Get credit. You know, here's a guy. <laughs> it's not a great impression, but I don't care. I enjoy doing it. You shouldn't. It's your show. That's you know, true. Why should you care? It's your show, too. I'm going to go to the drive-thru here at the KFC. <laughs> and be like, what do you want? Well, that's probably not how they'll phrase it, but you know how they'll phrase it. You know, take your order. Yeah, here's a guy that could use some popcorn chicken. <laughs> you know, here's a guy. So Jordan Spieth just made an announcement that I'm not for. Jordan Spieth's going to start traveling the country. He's got a new new, new baby, oh. right. Annie and Sammy. Sammy's the son. Annie's the wife. They're going with an RV. Love it. You like this. I love it. What you do you like me? I've been it? trying to get my wife on board. Sell the house, sell it all. Let's get in an RV, and we live wherever we park that night. I'm all about it. Love that. What, wow. What, are you going to tow a car? Yeah, you'd have to tow a car probably to get yeah. back and forth to you know whatever store you need to get food from and right. stuff. But now Spieth's, hard to get Uber Eats on an RV. Speed's not going to have to worry about that. Uh, here's the problem that I the way I see it. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna get through. We're gonna work the West Coast, and at some point we're gonna finish at the Genesis Invitational, which I'm assuming he's playing Riviera. And the next week's the Honda Classic. He flies, and someone drives his RV for him. I think you're right. But then he's got what a driver. What about Annie and Sammy? You know, I mean, if the whole point is we're going to sleep in our own beds, I, I love the concept, but at some point you're getting on some airplanes. Correct. They probably make a few exceptions. You think that Jordan takes the flight over and then Annie and Sammy just, you know, ride the bus all the way across? I couldn't see the <laughs> wife, you know, loving that idea. And he's no. really in trouble when he has to go to Hawaii. What's he do with the RV then? Well, it's wow. waiting. That yeah. long bridge doesn't exist. <laughs> Very good point. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't mind this. I love it. You love it. I do. I'm all about it. What do you love about it, Chris? What I, I mean, I, other than seeing the country, I would yeah. enjoy it. But seeing the country, you know, you don't have to worry about all the, you know, I mean, you're off the grid sort of a little bit, too. I love that. Where do you store all your stuff? I got under storage the under, underneath. Yeah. Well, you ain't carrying much then. <laughs> oh, underneath is, yeah, there's a I lot. I think there's a lot. You got to watch. Yeah, because it doesn't go down, right? So the wheel wells. Haven't the seen tires my closet. Well, may not have it all. Well, speaking of that, Under Armour's going to have to keep an eye on his waistline because if he's driving in a bus across country, good you know, point. Weight claws? There's some big buck, big gulps in his future. And KFC trips. <laughs> Imagine Spieth, you know, comes Ryder Cup time. We're going to Ryder Cup in Rome, you know, and we're going to have a uniform fitting. He's going to be on the team. They're like, oh, just use your measurements from last time? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> You probably need to get on over you here. Think he'll have a, you think he'll have an RV to drive over in, in Rome when he's there, too? They do drive on the right side of the road. They there. do. Oh, Absolutely scary. do. Yeah. That's the, no, the right side, the correct side. Oh, the correct side. They're, they're not, right side. The, they're yeah. not like uh, No, they're not. I'm going. So I'm, yeah? in, I'm already doing research. 
uh, I'm thinking about flying to uh, Naples and driving up. Delta doesn't go on those dates from here to Rome. Is that right? And not on the dates that I meet. I mean, they go there. But Naples is an hour away. Just rent a Ferrari and drive on up. Exactly. <laughs> Cullen, Adam, great stuff. JR, you were worth waiting for. It's always a pleasure, right? <laughs> Chris, you're the man. We're talking football next on The Fan. Have you thought about securing your hard-earned assets? Do you have concerns about the future? Protecting assets is crucial, and that's where Nelson Elder Care Law excels. As a family-owned and family-focused firm, we provide absolute assurance and peace of mind through our trademarked Absolute Protection Trust, tailored services in estate planning, probate administration, Medicaid crisis solutions, guardianship, and conservatorship. Our goal is to exceed your expectations and empower informed decisions. Visit NelsonElderCareLaw.com for asset protection and peace of mind. Right now, American heroes are in some of the most dangerous places on earth, risking their lives to protect our freedom. But there are a forgotten group of heroes here at home. They face fear, loneliness, and despair, the ever-present threat of losing a loved one. These are the brave sons and daughters of the U.S. military, and they are heroes too. American Bible Society brings the hope and comfort of God's Word to the kids that need it most. Honor a hero and donate today at AmericanBible.org slash hero. Make the most out of your daily commute or next road trip in a new Audi from Audi Atlanta. And what better way to do it than behind the wheel of a stylish Audi A5 Sportback. Hey, it's Finn, along with my friends at Audi Atlanta, here to introduce this city to the Audi A5 Sportback. With a versatile and athletic design, the beauty lies within. Combining the sleekness of a coupe with the practicality of a four-door hatchback. And right now, you can lease the Audi A5 Sportback for $537 per month. Find yours at AudiAtlanta.com. And use the Jim Ellis Expressway to start or complete your entire purchase online or shop in person on Petrie Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Experience the thrill of driving like never before at Audi Atlanta. Offer applies to a 36-month lease, 2024 Audi A5 Sportback 40, 537 per month, 10,000 miles per year with 4731 due at signing. Example stock number A25954 MSRP 49,905 excludes tax, tag, and title fees. Offer expires 531.24 with approved credit. 